Welcome to True Spirituality Network. We are focused on spreading the gospel of God's love across the world. The Bible says, There is no fear in love, and perfect love casts out every fear. As you feed on God's love for you, allow His love to cast out every fear, worry, and anxiety. God loves you. We pray, Lord, that this morning that as we fly into your word, you make us to see Jesus and the beauty of his holiness. And let your name be glorified in Jesus' mighty name I pray. And let God's people say, Amen. Amen. I want to welcome you from any part of the world you're joining us from. The good news about this morning is that I'm currently live on Telegram. I'm live on YouTube. And I'm live on Facebook as well. On I'm also live on Crossover Page on facebook and there's nothing more beautiful um than having the opportunity to be able to share the word and i really want to say thank you to pastor handy for giving me the opportunity to also stream this at um crossover and it's gonna be an awesome time it's gonna be an awesome time it's gonna be an awesome time um this this morning we're starting a new series and the series is on um um it, it's gonna be on um understanding the scripture understanding the scripture and it's very very important to you as a believer have a solid understanding of what the scripture says in fact there's a place in the bible jesus said you make mistakes jesus said you do hear e r because you do not understand the scripture or the power of God. You do make mistakes because you don't understand the scripture. And just clarity, when Jesus was on earth, or better still, when we refer to the scripture, the in literal context, we are talking about the Old Testament part of the Bible. Because when Jesus was on earth, anytime you say the scripture says, as you've read in the scripture, or the Bible says anything related to scripture, after that time, there was no Matthew, Mark, Luke, John written. None of the four gospels was written at that time. So all they had, all what Jesus and his disciples and everybody had before the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus was just the whole testament. All they read from is Moses and the prophets. That, that's all they and the Psalms. Moses, prophets, and the Psalms. The Moses and the prophet books and the book of Psalms. So when they talk about scripture, anytime you hear the word scripture, we're referring to the whole testament. And but I feel as if God is laying it in my heart to take time again to explain and give God's people a, a good way to understand the scripture. Most of the time, believers tend to mix the Old Testament and the New Testament together. And at times, people can't rightly divide which covenant we are still operating under. So in the course of this series, we're going to make it as simple as possible. And I'm going to make you understand how to distinguish between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant and how to rightly divide the Word of Truth. It's going to be as simple as possible, very simple as possible. 
that even if you are reading your Bible for the first time, or if you are listening to this and you possibly even never read the Bible before, the moment you start using this simple way of understanding the scripture to read your scripture or your Bible in this context, it becomes really easy to read and easy to understand. So one more time, keep this at the back of your mind. Anytime I say scripture, I'm referring to the whole covenant part of the Bible. Is that okay? When Jesus was on earth, anytime they say the scripture, the scripture, as you have read in the scripture, they were always referring to the whole testament. Why? Because the New Testament was not written until after the resurrection, the ascension, and after Pentecost, the New Testament was literally not written. There was no way they could have written it. The Bible says every scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's God's brethren. They are all inspired by the Holy Spirit. So my point is, the whole Testament is the summary. When you hear the scripture, the scripture, we're referring to the whole Testament, literally. So it's going to be an awesome ride. Luke chapter 24. Luke chapter 24. I'm going to read verse 26 and verse 27. But our emphasis will be on verse 27. Thank you, Jesus. Luke chapter 24, verse 26 and verse 27. But our emphasis will be on verse 27. The Bible says, NLT now, Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would suffer all these things before entering his glory? Verse 27. Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses. And all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. The Bible says, Jesus took them, Jesus took them through all the writings of Moses and all the prophets, that is the whole testament, explaining from all, A-W-L, I'm reading NLT now, Explaining from all the scriptures, explaining from all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. One last time, the Bible says, verse 77 now, then Jesus took them. There were two guys on their way to Hermaios. Jesus just resurrected. And the first set of people Jesus was going to meet with among his disciples, where these two guys, they were on their way to a place called Emmaus. And then E-W-M-A-U-S, Emmaus. And then Jesus appeared to them, but they did not know that it was Jesus. So they were talking about Jesus, but they didn't know Jesus was the one appearing to them. So the Bible says in verse 26, Jesus was now talking to them now because they didn't believe that Jesus was going to resurrect. So the Bible says Jesus told them, was it not? clearly predicted that the Messiah would have suffer all these things before entering his glory. And then verse 27, Jesus' first mode or first way of teaching after resurrected is to unveil himself from the whole testament. This is very important because this is a series. I'm going to make it as simple as possible. I'm not going to rush it and I'm going to do a lot of repetition because I want you to understand this. Again, background story. Jesus is the Son of God. Why am I saying this? I want to explain this to you so that even if you've never heard anything about Christianity before you're listening to this, you will understand. Jesus is the Son of God. 
And when he came to this world, he came to die for my sins and for the sins of the entire world. The book of Revelation will say, unto him who loved us and gave up himself for us. Jesus is the sacrifice for sin, or better said, the propitiation of all of our sins. He died for the sins of the whole world. He nailed your sin and my sins to the cross of Calvary. Because why? There is punishment for sin. So Jesus decided to carry the punishment of our sins on his body. Because, because of our sins in the first place, we could not have a relationship with the Holy God. A sinful man could not have a relationship with the Holy God. So God, in his wisdom, decided to send his only begotten son to pay for our sins. And now that sin has been paid for, anybody who believes in Jesus and what he has done for us automatically receives what we call the total forgiveness of sins. And all of their sins are forgiven past, present, and future. The reason why we say we are Christians, the reason why Christians are Christians, if they are born again, if you are believing in Jesus, is because you are putting your faith in what Jesus Christ has done. That's why we call it Christ-hein. Christian. C-H-R-I-S-T. Christ did for you what you could never do for yourself. So he said you're a Christian. And now you have access to God. So you can come boldly to God with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Long story short, Jesus came on heart. And then when he came to heart, he died because he had to die for the forgiveness of our sins. He has to pay. He had to pay for our sins. And then after he died, he was buried to show the proof of his death. And then God raised him from the dead on the third day. And when God raised him on the dead, he raised him for my justification and your justification. Yanka, what does justification mean? Justification means you are being made right with God. So when God raised Jesus from the dead, it was to declare and to make you right in the sight of God. So today, every born-again believer that has believed in Jesus and what he has done, in the sight of God, they are righteous. They are being made right with God. They have a right standing with God. And the right standing they have with God is not based on what they do or what they did not do. It is by faith. The believer is born again, is righteous, justified, sanctified, and purified all by faith. Good introduction. So Jesus died, he resurrected. But as at that time, there were two of his disciples that were walking on their way to Emmaus. And then they were finding it hard to understand that Jesus was going to resurrect. So that's why Jesus began to preach to them. The Bible says, beginning from Moses and all the prophets, Jesus began to expound about himself, what was written about him. So now we began to understand that the whole testament, which we call the scriptures, was actually written about Jesus. Before that time, before that time, Jesus never taught the way he was teaching. Anytime when Jesus was on earth, most of the time, he taught in parables. Yenka, what are parables? Parables are earthly stories with heavenly meaning. So Jesus would share the parable, for example, of the lost sheep. He would say there is a shepherd. He had 100 sheep, but one was missing. And then because he's a good shepherd, 
he laid aside the 99 and then he started looking for that one sheep that was missing which is what an average person will not do but god he was trying to describe the image of god because don't forget parables are earthly stories with heavenly meaning so the earthly story is there's a shepherd with hundred sheep one was missing so he left the 99 he started looking for that one and when he found the one that was missing he was not angry anger was not the response love was the response because the bible says he carried that sheep and he will put the sheep on his shoulder and he will go back home he will not call his friends he will not throw a party he will say rejoice my sheep that was lost has now been found and he's trying to portray the image of god because parables again earthly story with heavenly meaning to show us that god will leave the 99 and anytime you are trying to not walk in the way of the lord god is going to make sure he uses his holy spirit to walk in the path of righteousness and when you were in your sins when i was in my sin because god loved you as well god decided to send jesus to die for our sins so god is the one seeking out for us it was his grace that found you you didn't find god he found you he sought after you and he just displayed it portrayed the image of god who is always seeking after the lost god is always seeking after the lost why because he's in the business of saving the lost jesus is in the business of saving the lost so he used parable to communicate that message so parables are earthly stories with heavenly meaning. So that's what that was Jesus' mode of communication when, when he was on heart. That, that was the way he was teaching. But when he died and God raised him from the dead, his, 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 his means of teaching changed. His first Bible study after resurrection was he began to show them what was written about himself. Luke chapter 24, verse 47. One more time, the Bible says, verse 27, Jesus took them through the writings of moses what are the writings of moses genesis exodus leviticus deuteronomy number through the writings of moses and all the prophets the prophet book all the likes of samuel the likes of um jeremiah isaiah and and so on the bible says explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself king james version of this same verse will say beginning from moses and all the prophets he began to expound what was written about himself. Jesus began to expound. He began to teach them that it has always been about him. And this episode one, being the beginning of the series, I want to lay that foundation. Anytime you want to read your Old Testament, you should keep it somewhere in your mind that it is all about Jesus. Because if you keep this in your mind, that it's all about Jesus, and you begin to study the whole testament looking for jesus it makes all the difference he just, there's a way it makes all the difference the bible says again beginning from moses luke chapter 24 verse 27 and all the prophets jesus began to expound what was written about him begin to expound what was written about him keep that somewhere in your mind before you even go further john chapter one the book of john chapter one john chapter one is just a page after jo uh, luke chapter 24. if you're using a physical bible john chapter one john chapter one i'm gonna read verse 45 the bible says philip went to look for nathaniel 
and told him, We have found the very person Moses and the prophet wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Philip said, you know the person Moses and the prophets were writing about? We have found him. His name is Jesus. And it's going to all make sense. It just stay close to the series. It's going to make a lot of sense. They found him. The scripture, the whole testament, was written about him. All the prophecy of the prophets in the Old Testament were all about him. It was all about Jesus. It was all about Jesus. The reason why Jesus didn't teach about himself in the whole testament when he was on heart was because he hasn't died, buried, and resurrected. Because most of the prophecies given about Jesus was more about his burial, his death, burial, and resurrection. So there was no way that his disciples could understand that it was all about him until after he died, he was buried and resurrected. But when he resurrected, Luke chapter 24, verse 47, the Bible now said, beginning from Moses, the first five books of the Bible are the first five books of Moses, and all the prophets, Samuel, Jeremiah, and so on, Jesus began to expound what was written about him. So the whole scripture was about him. Philip said to Nathaniel, John chapter 1, verse 45, we have found him whom Moses and all the prophets wrote about. I'm going to give you one more verse in the New Testament. John chapter 5. That's just a few pages from John chapter 1. John chapter 5. John chapter 5. I'm going to give verse 46. Jesus was speaking here. Jesus said, If you really believed Moses, you would believe me because Moses wrote about me. I just showed you three verses right handers in the New Testament. Number one, John chapter 1, verse 45. Philip said to Nathaniel, We have found him whom Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus of Nazareth. Or better still, Jesus. And in John chapter 5, verse 46, Jesus said, If you believed Moses, you would believe me. Because Moses wrote about me. Moses wrote all about Jesus. And then lastly, in Luke chapter 24, verse 4, 27, the Bible says, beginning from Moses and all the prophets, Jesus began to expand what was written about him from the scripture. So if you really want to have a solid understanding of the whole testament, which I call the scripture, you have to keep in mind that the person you are searching for in the scripture is Jesus. If you read it ignoring the fact that it was written about Jesus, you will not fully understand the whole testament. In fact, somewhere in your mind, you'll be, you'll be thinking there are different books. But the whole testament testifies of our Lord Jesus Christ. It was all about Jesus, written about Jesus. The word J-E-S-U-S, Jesus, was not written in white and black in the whole testament. But when you understand that Jesus died, he was buried and God raised him from the dead. If you keep that in mind and you now go back to all the stories in the whole testament, you begin to see a grasp of the gospel 
and how the death of Jesus was communicated and how his burial was communicated and how his resurrection was communicated all in the Old Testament. All in the Old Testament. Because of time, in the course of this series, I'm going to show you lots of stories in the Old Testament. They were all talking about the person of Jesus. You're going to really love this series. But let me show you just one. There's a place in the book of Acts chapter 8. Acts of Apostles chapter 8. Story of Philip and the Enoch. Acts of Apostles chapter 8. Story of Philip and the Enoch. I'm just going to read. I'm going to go for a long read. But I'm going to show you. My emphasis will be verse 32 and verse 33. But let me show you what happened. From verse 26, the Bible says, As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south, down the desert road that, that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a Enoch of great authority under the Kandek, the queen of Ethiopia. The Enoch had gone to Jerusalem to worship. So this guy is not born again, but he went to Jerusalem to worship. The Bible says, and he was now returning, seated in his carriage. He was reading aloud the book of the prophet Isaiah. Keep it somewhere in your mind. This guy, the Enoch, was reading from the book of Isaiah. Now, if you've been following this series, we started by saying Jesus' first message when he resurrected was he began to preach about himself from the whole testament. So the Bible says, beginning, Luke chapter 24, verse 27, beginning from Moses and all the prophets, prophet Isaiah wrote about Jesus. He was not in black and white, but you're going to understand now. You have to understand this thing. It will bless you. Beginning from Moses and all the prophets, he began to expound what was written about himself. And then Philip said to Nathaniel in John chapter 1, verse 45, we have found him whom Moses wrote about. Jesus in John chapter 5 verse 45 will say, Moses wrote about me. He testified of me. So the whole testament, the scripture was written about Jesus. And this is one of the proof you're going to see shortly. So now the guy was reading prophet Isaiah. Verse 29, the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk alongside beside the carriage. Verse 30, Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you are reading? The man said, how can I unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. So this guy was reading, reading the Old Testament, but he doesn't understand it. Why? Because he is not reading it from the lens of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's not reading it with the understanding that it was written about Jesus. And there is no way you can successfully understand the scripture, the whole testament, if you don't have Jesus in mind and you understand the gospel. You can't really understand it. Let me show you again. Now, if you keep on reading verse 32, the Bible says, the passage of the scripture he had been reading, listen, was this. In the book of Isaiah chapter 53, they're going to quote from it now. He was led like a sheep to be slaughtered, as a lamb is silent before the sheriff. He did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? 
for his life was taken from the heart. You know what happened? The next verse. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, was the prophet was the prophet talking about himself or somebody else? The prophet, listen, was asking an honest question. But if you want to understand the scripture, if you want to understand the book of Isaiah, the book of Samuel, the book of Genesis, Exodus, you have to understand it was written about Jesus. Why? Luke chapter 24, verse 27. Beginning from Moses and all the prophets, Jesus began to expound what was written about him. It's all about Jesus. So the guy was asking, is, is Isaiah talking about himself? Or he was talking about somebody else. What did Philip say? The Bible says, so beginning with this same scripture, the book of Isaiah, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. Why? It was written all about Jesus. You know, if you understand this, preaching the gospel becomes easy because it doesn't matter what part of the Bible you used to preach. You're still going to communicate the gospel even when you're using the whole testament. And from tomorrow, going forward, I will show you a number of stories, common stories people know. The story of Noah, the story of David, the story of major stories in the Bible that they were all communicating the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. The story of Joseph. It all speaks about our Lord Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. This Isaiah, prophet Isaiah, prophet Samuel, prophet, they were all pointing us to Jesus. Why? Jesus made us understand. They get it from Moses, Luke 24, 27. And all of the prophets, Jesus began to expand what was written about himself. It was written about Jesus. So the Enoch asked me, was Isaiah writing about himself? Or somebody else. But because Philip have a solid understanding that it's all about Jesus, the Bible says, beginning from that scripture, he began to preach the goodness of Christ. So, what happens afterward? Verse 36 As they rode along, they came to some water, and the Enoch said, There's some water. Why can't I be baptized? And then the goodness, he ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down to the water, and Philip baptized him. The man got born again. Because Philip made him understand that the scripture was written about Jesus. He was written from the book of Isaiah. That he was led like a sheep to be slaughtered. You know why Jesus was led like a sheep to be slaughtered? Because he was carrying your sins. He was carrying my sins. I believe that's what Philip must have been saying. Philip must have been telling the Enoch that Isaiah was prophesying about our Lord Jesus Christ. Because a time was going to come. Jesus was going to be led like a sheep to be slaughtered. Why? Because he was going to carry the sins of the whole world. God was going to reconcile the world back to himself. So he allowed his son to carry the sins of the entire world. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, God made him who knew no sin to be sin, so that you and I can become the righteousness of God. Because Jesus has now carried the sins of the world, including your sin and my sin, the moment you put your faith in what Jesus has done and you believe in him, automatically your faith is credited unto you as righteousness. So Jesus became sin so that you can become the righteousness of God. He was condemned so that you will never be condemned. He carried your sickness, he carried your sins on the cross so that you can walk in divine health. God left Jesus on the cross. Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So that today God will never leave you 
nor forsake you. That is the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ, even being communicated from the book of Prophet Isaiah. Why? Because the scripture wrote about Jesus from the book of Psalms, from the book of Prophets, and the book of Moses. They all speak about one man. His name is Jesus. If you want to understand the scripture, you have to look for Jesus. Keep Jesus in your mind and make sure you're searching to unveil the person of Jesus, even from the whole testament. Because why? The whole testament is all about one person, prophesied about one person. The story was all, they were all communicating the person of Jesus and what he was going to do for us on the cross of Calvary and how God was going to raise him from the dead. Because it's a series, let, let's stop here today. We're going to take it a step further tomorrow and keep communicating this truth. It's all about Jesus and what he has done for us. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And Lord, I pray, Lord, that you begin to let our heart receive this truth. And you make us fall in love more with our Bible. <laughs> because now that we begin to understand it's all about Jesus, the Bible says your word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path, and Jesus is the light of the world. We are glad that we are beginning to receive illumination for the scriptures and to understand that it's all about Jesus. It will make all the difference in our lives. We give you all of the praise, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. And let God's people say, Amen. It's going to be an interesting one. I just want you to take, I'm, I'm trying to teach it as simple as possible. I'm trying to not rush it. I'm just trying to take it one step at a time. It's all about Jesus. In the course of this series, we're going to check many other stories from the whole testament that pointed us to Jesus. And that's the only way you can fall in love with your Bible. If you don't know this, you won't really appreciate the scripture, especially the Old Testament. And it, it might bore you if you don't understand that it's all about Jesus. But when you understand it's all about Jesus, they all spoke about the person of Jesus. It makes all the difference. It just makes all the difference. Glory to God. All right. I'm going to see you all tomorrow again. We'll continue this series. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And God bless you. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. And what I'm doing right now, I'm beginning to speak to you in Psalms. Because Ephesians chapter 5 says, speaking to one another in, in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody to God in your heart. And I just want you to know, just like God says in Psalm 23, that He is your shepherd. And He's always with you, even when you don't feel it. So you have all that you need. You may not see it because your sight is limited, but if you focus on this world, you realize you have all that you need. Long before you were born, His supply is far greater than whatever you ever need on earth. If He could give you Jesus, He would give you every other thing you would ever need. Long before you get to that season, He has made provisions available for you. And He wants you to know this. Don't focus on your bank account to define who you are. If He could give you Jesus, He will give you everything. God giving us Jesus, is the proof that he has done for you much more than he will ever do for you he has given you much more than you ever need so just focus on him because you have all that you need and he has made you to lie down in greener pastures in green pastures and when he wants you to lie down he wants you to rest and not stress because he's always working most times you don't feel it so you get worried you get anxious but he says in his word that he has made you to lie down and if he has made you to lie down then rest stop trying to figure out things on your own just allow god to do the things he's doing in your life and he leads you beside the still water where everything is cool calm and collected he restores your soul 
if your heart is troubled before you came here the lord has restored your soul in the mighty name of jesus oh glory to god and though you walk through the valley of shadow of death you don't have to be afraid because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world glory to god oh man and surely god's goodness god's favor god's unfailing love is what is running after you village people are not chasing you <laughs> it's the goodness of god that is hunting you down it is pursuing you all the days of your life and you rest in the house of the lord forever and ever in jesus name amen if you have been blessed by this message we invite you to partner with us to send the gospel of god's love to all nations send us an email on true spirituality network at gmail.com you can also follow us on all social media platforms true spirituality network on both facebook and instagram t spirituality on telegram and akimika on youtube so catch up with all our podcasts search for akimika on all major platforms including spotify audio mark and anchor as you feed on god's love for you allow his love to cast out every fear and remember it's not about you it's all about jesus